Good morning, and welcome to the Lost Boys of Found Fathers podcast. I'm Gabe O'Sullivan, and joining me is my co-host and friend, Will Haycox. We are men who have suffered the loss of a child, and through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who have traveled the same journey. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Gabe. So we are in episode four of this series that we're calling How to Love and Lead Your Wife and Children Well. So we just discussed about the importance of submission, how the men are to submit to the Lord, and then that allows for a healthy home as the wife submits to the husband's proper leadership. So, Will, I'm going to throw it over to you and let you continue the discussion. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, like you said, I think that's that was a really important topic. That's probably one we'll explore further in the future, and it's, I guess, one of the controversial things we'll cover in this podcast that you know our world likes to promote even the christian world a lot of elements of it like to promote that egalitarian you know everyone's equal you know women can or should be pastors and and men shouldn't try to withhold that from them and you know marriage is equal and all that but you know that that is not what we read in the bible and so i think that's an important thing to remember that the wife should submit to the husband but like you said that means that the husband is to submit to Christ and is to love and lead well and not be some dictator in the home. So, yeah, I think that's an important topic and it's tough. Like you said, it's like we said last time, you know, it's hard. You're a sinner and you're married to a sinner, so it's hard for, for both of you to submit in the way that you should submit. So going forward from that, we want the last episode into maybe two more episodes, however this works out here. Uh, to be practical advice as we, uh, I guess my bent a lot of times can be more theoretical, theological thought, but we try to tie it down here to some practical tips for you guys in every series and uh, give you something to walk away and try. Maybe if there's one or two things that you pick up from this and uh, can make a daily habit, and I think it's it's worth the time that we've spent researching this and getting it out to you. So the first thing, we've already talked about this several times, but just to go into more detail about it, is that the best way to lead and love your home well in a God-honoring way is to make time, make personal time with you and God and to spend time in His Word and make sure that's your very first priority. A lot of people like to say, you know, we went over this, I think, in the very first episode, your priority is my family, work, and friends, and like, oh, and God. And that's backwards, that you should have God as the first priority. And if you rightly put God and and your relationship with Christ as the first priority, then everything else falls in line, and you are able to have your wife as your second priority, and then your children, and then work and friends and other responsibilities. So... Like we said, you know, that's the most important thing you can do for your family is to build a strong relationship with Christ and to grow in knowledge of Him every day. And I think this should be pretty, uh, pretty easy and simple to understand if you're a Christian. If you're not, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you. Um, but really, I mean, I don't want to oversimplify what this means here. But you know, if you think of you know loving your family as you you feeding your family and you you watering your family like they're plants and you're trying to grow them i just hannah and i just spent time over the last few weeks to till up a bunch of land in our yard and i say a bunch it was like 
eight by ten. It just felt like a lot because our ground was so hard. But uh, to till up a lot of ground and to you know water it and to mix in good stuff and to just kind of feed and make sure every all the nutrients were there. And we planted some rose bushes, and I'm all excited. I'm not a gardener, but all that effort I put into it, I feel like I need to be a gardener now because I've wasted a day of my time if I don't feed and water those well. So if I go out there and I get my hose and I get my hose ready to spray and I turn on the water, if there's a limited supply of water, like if, if I'm trying to love my family in my own power, I can go out there and I can water my family with love, however I'm mixing my metaphor here, but mm -hmm. I, I show a great amount of love to my family just like I'm trying to show or to give water and life to that plant turn on the spigot and three gallons of water runs out and that's all there is then that's not really doing a lot of good to those plants they might feel real good for a day or so there but if i don't have a constant supply of water when it's necessary they're eventually going to wilt and they're going to die and the same thing there is to tie it back into that relationship with the lord if i'm trying to love my family well and i'm trying to sacrifice my desires and my plans and my hopes and my dreams to a certain extent to the extent that it is right to love my family eventually my power my patience my love my wisdom my ability to lay down my desires is going to run out because i can't provide water of life to my family if i'm not drawing from the well of christ eventually my well is going to be empty and if it's not being filled back up from christ when i pour myself out to my family i'm going to run dry and that's when i run afoul of the family and i start trying to leave my wife with an iron fist and walking home and my getting into the door and you know your kids haven't done the homework and you're just like well you're dumb go to your room and do your homework now and i don't want to see your face again and you're not going to eat dinner until you do your homework and yell at your wife because something didn't go well that day where if you are continually going to the well of the word and you're spending time in it and you're praying and you're submitting your desires and your plans and your pride to the Lord, then you have that ability to just continue loving and to continue giving of yourself. Man, I love that. That's so strong. And and again, we, we think about that to use the you know, the, the gardening example which is phenomenal and I'll go back to my old, uh, you know, my old go-to, which is sports <laughs> examples too. You know, if I if I don't, when I used to participate in athletics before I was an old man, um, if I didn't, there's gonna be some fifty-year-old guy listening to this podcast like Gabe says he's an old man. What's going on? <laughs> right. be really old. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't, if you don't train and build up your energy stores, then you get to the fourth quarter of your game, you got nothing left to give, like right in crunch time. You mm -hmm. know, so it's, we, we can understand that. Uh, and so, or if you're on your job, you know, like if, <clears throat> if you don't prepare for the things you're gonna be facing in your career, then when it c comes crunch time and people are looking to you for answers, you don't know the answers, right? Because you hadn't prepared yourself. And so it's the same situation here. We gotta be ready and we and we gotta be ready by preparing. Mm -hmm. And something else you said 
uh, a minute ago just kind of triggered this thought. I was listening to the John Andrews podcast. I say all that to say this, who we had him on one of our episodes previously. Really good interview. Suggest you go back and listen to that. Um, he's got a dude on there on his most recent episode, and I just totally forgot the guy's name, but super amazing interview, and he's uh, written a book, a couple books, but his most recent book was called What If Jesus Meant What He Said? And one thing that dude mentions on that uh, podcast is he said, you know, when I was in my early uh, teenage years, he was like, I made Jesus a part of my life but he wasn't my life. And I was like, man, that is strong. You know, like we, Jesus is supposed to be King, right? He's Lord. Mm -hmm. He is not something that we throw in Mm -hmm. to our life. Mm -hmm. He has to be our life. Mm -hmm. Right. And out of that, I'm not going to use that word again, out of that relationship, then Everything else is going to just flow better, mm-hmm. and it, and our relationships with others are going to be better when Christ is our life, not just a part of our life mm-hmm. that we're trying to fit in somewhere. Yeah, and I think to go back to the gardening metaphor that when you said that that Christ isn't just a part of your life or something you throw in, but He is the source of your life mm-hmm. and what your life should be found in. Like, I don't know if this is a perfect metaphor, but it came to my mind like when I was tilling up that soil and I was trying to prepare it to grow those roses, the little tiller I was using was kind of small. And like I said, my ground was so hard, I couldn't use a shovel. I had to use a mattock to dig the ground up. So like I've got, I don't know, a foot and a half deep hole that I'm putting these, that I put these rose uh, bushes in and I only tilled up probably about three or four inches because that tiller was just so small and the ground was so hard and it took forever. And so I till up a little bit, then I throw out some manure, and I throw out some topsoil, and I till it in. I throw out some manure and some topsoil, and till it in. And I think if you treat Christ like He's that topsoil that you're just throwing in on top mm-hmm. of the soil of your life that's already, you know, set in like mm. I'm a good guy, you know, in your situation, like I'm a chiropractor who I'm gonna you know, do my job and I'm gonna love people. And I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of God in, or me, I'm going to be on the project as part of the project management team, and I'm going to talk to my subcontractors. I'll be, I'll be nice to them when I can, and you know, I'll try to try not to yell at them too much, and I'll sprinkle a little bit of Jesus in. That's not going to cut it, and that's not going to make us the people we need to be, and that's not going to give us that foundation from which to grow. Where if we create our whole lives and and mm. like you said the word you you've been using so I'll use it now if you frame your perspective <laughs> of Christ isn't that topsoil you're throwing in and he's not that little bit of water you're sprinkling on top but Christ is all that hard clay down there that you have to dig into and get down to the point where you can plant that rose bush or plant yourself plant your roots down deep in Christ and let them grow out from there through daily studying, daily prayer time, then rather than having a little bit of Christ on top of my bad roots down there that could rot and can go into other places they shouldn't go to try to get strength from work or get strength from some extramarital relationship or get strength from becoming a 
strong member of the community and being well respected, then I'm totally found in Christ and my strength is found in Christ and the things I sprinkle on top might be being a board member of a charitable foundation and I'm able to go out and love people well and to be a you know good member of the community and all that because my foundation's in Christ and love my wife well, love her sacrificially, have patience with my kids when they're knuckleheads because my foundation's in Christ. So I think not to beat the, uh, the gardening metaphor to death there, but I think that way you said that, you know, you don't just mix a little Christ in, mm-hmm. in my head clicked. You don't want Christ to be the topsoil. You want him to be all of the soil and have your foundation and your roots in him. So that sounds good. So what does that mean? Like, how do you, how do you get there? So we've talked about this several times. You probably hear it, I would assume, once, at least once, hopefully, in each of our series. But you got to take time to study the Bible. We've, uh, I don't think we've talked about the SOAP method before or something that our church uses. Um, now our church is going through the camp method, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, Basically, you know, you don't have to use those methods. Those aren't biblical or anything like that. That you, if you don't use the soap method, you're not really studying the Bible. But I think taking the time to soap, if you're not aware, is scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So you're taking the time, you pull out a journal, and whether you write one sentence for each of these or whether you write a whole page for each of them, you're in the Bible. You read a passage, let's say it's two verses, or let's say it's ten verses, whatever you can digest. And you read that, you write down one section of it that meant something to you, and then you write your thoughts on that as part of the scripture. You write, you know, whatever, the verses that we, we've been reading, uh, uh, Ephesians, here, 5. Ephesians 5, 25, you know, the entire passage says, uh, or the first verse says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for you. So if my, my scripture portion there, I write that verse down, and then I say, Okay, so it means to love Christ as to love my wife and my family as Christ loved the church means I love her sacrificially. And then you go on to observation and you write down like, okay, so I've failed in this way by doing this, or I've I've done okay in this way by doing this, or I need to to be more aware of this. And then you go to the application portion and you write down, I need to make it a daily practice to have more patience with my wife and so then you write down in the prayer section lord help me to draw closer to you and help me to love my wife better and to have more patience with her and i don't want to portray that as like too simple that you spend five minutes in the word Mm -hmm. but i think the goal at least for a a beginner in this process is to take 15 20 minutes maybe maybe 30 minutes whatever time you have and just meditate on some portion of the word and <clears throat> don't I think the I guess being in the Bible is better than not being in the Bible categorically but yeah. if your your way of being in the Bible is to read one of those little prayer calendars that like my grandma's got sitting on her countertop yeah. and it's yeah. like the Jesus every day you, yeah that. like yeah. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall be saved like Okay, cool. And you go about your day, and maybe, like, like I say, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, maybe that is something that will be the Lord will use to keep bringing up in your mind. But that's not studying the Bible. That's not 
immersing yourself in the Bible. So I would say that, um, and and like you said a minute ago, like this is new to you, then small steps are fine. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, like I was, man, I thought five minutes of prayer and Mm -hmm. reading a Bible verse was like eternity. Mm -hmm. You know, it seemed like forever. Mm -hmm. But then like Mm -hmm. as you grow and you'll, you'll find that, that's just the starting point because um, you'll you'll be wanting to have that time with the Lord because you'll you'll mm-hmm. you'll find out how beneficial it is for you and uh, and just let it grow from there you know and so I do think it's about the quality mm-hmm. of the time that you're spending um, and then the quality generally turns into quantity later mm-hmm. you know but if we would spend you know, 20 minutes a day searching news headlines or looking at ESPN app mm-hmm. or, you know, an hour and a half or two hours watching a basketball game or something to that effect, like, what's that doing for us? Mm-hmm. And that's not doing anything for us necessarily. I mean, we, let's do something and take some time to do something that actually helps us, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something that certainly will and I think what we could do is like in the show notes I'll put like an example you know of a soap thing and so we can have that for guys to look at mm, that's a good a good word I'll put a note down yeah and I you know the thing that I've noticed recently in the past I don't know six months year something like that is I I hate to say this but it's just true like for a while like my time with the Lord my devotion time <clears throat> it was almost like a checklist like okay get up work out do that you know do my quiet time or do my quiet time workout and it was like okay I got this checked got this checked now I'm gonna you know now I can go on with my day and it was I was doing it so like you said earlier Will being in the words better than not being in the word mm-hmm. um, however it wasn't you know, now it's like the past several months, six months, a year, something like that. Uh, man, it's been the part of my day that I look so forward to. It's like mm-hmm. I, I'm excited about going to sleep because I'm excited about waking up the next morning and having that time with the Lord mm-hmm. and, excuse me, and spending that time with Him uh, in prayer and then studying His Word and letting Him speak to me through that. And uh, it's. It's just like I love spending time with my wife and kids, you mm-hmm. know. Then I love spending time with him, and that'll—that's just going to happen as you as you spend more time with him. Mm. Yeah, I think you know, going from that, you know, we talked about taking time to study the Bible, and you know, like you said there, you know, studying and prayer time kind of go together. But I think there's also a daily a daily discipline that I try and you know, some days I do better at it than others is just like in your quiet moments in the um, you know whatever in the in the moments between conversations and the moments before conversations you got to have that may or may not be more difficult um, when you're feeling tempted you know, just say a quick prayer that could mm-hmm. literally be a sentence and I think I've shared this before but like something that I, my biggest struggles, I guess, are pride and lust are the two things that I've struggled with since I was, I guess, born, but specifically since you're a I man. was 12. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, when I, when I have those, and Gabe and I were just talking about, 
running before this podcast, Gabe was telling me how he gets up every morning and runs a marathon because he's just a freak. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, before. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Before every, my day starts, every morning, running a marathon. Yes. Running at three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. In case you're wondering, I'm not. I don't want to lie on this podcast. But yes. That's right. But um, no, I mean, I think I was talking about, you know, how I run a lot downtown Spartanburg. And, you know, when you're running, you're focusing on something, but, um, and you talked about going to the gym, you know, I wear what's comfortable for me when I run. So there are girls out there wearing what's comfortable for them. And a lot of times that's not a huge amount of clothing now that we're getting into the summer. Mm -hmm. So like there's that, there's always that temptation, like you run past somebody and she looks good. And so your first thoughts are like, Hmm, wow, she does look good. And then you have to catch yourself and I, I try to make it a discipline that when when my eye is caught by something that I shouldn't be looking at I just I close my eyes for a second and I say Lord help me not to dwell on impure thoughts help me to dwell on things that please you and you know turn my eyes away from temptation mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you know at the at the snap of a finger that's gone and I don't still have temptations or impure thoughts but it does mean more often than not that i'm able to that the spirit helps me refocus my mind and be back on like all right i'm running down this trail and i'm not trying to check out this girl beside me you know because one i have a wife that i'm committed to and it dishonors the lord and it's a sin for me to to lust after somebody else and two i don't want to be a creep that's checking this this girl out that i'm running beside and all that, but it's it's just a discipline that you're building and to pray against temptation, to pray, you know, like we said, if you're uh, if you're at work and somebody's just having a bad day and they're being a jerk to everybody around them or they're just doing a terrible job, whatever it is, rather than going into a room like, ah, this is gonna be a terrible conversation. You have to go in here and you have to choose somebody out. You can pray before that. Like, Lord, give me patience, give me grace and mercy in this conversation and then you can go into it and again like i say just like with temptation it's not like god's not a genie it's not like magic words that if you say lord help this conversation go well that immediately everything's going to go perfectly and the person's going to submit to your authority as their boss or as whatever the person that's correcting them or calling them to act better in the situation and everything's going to be great like they might get offended and they might yell at you or they might not want to take what you're saying in love but building that relationship with the Lord and coming to him when you have temptations or when you when you're concerned about a situation or whatever it is builds not only are you having a conversation with the Lord and, and bringing your problems to him but it builds your reliance on him and you're setting yourself up to come to him with the small things so that when there are bigger things you're prepared to come to him as well and that's what this this podcast is about is the loss of a child and if you are you're building daily habits for when you're tempted to not be kind to your wife when you're tempted to to take something that you shouldn't take when you're tempted to lust after someone who's not your wife when you're tempted to be cruel you come to the lord and those are important things but they're quote unquote small things and you built that habit to pray and to turn your your life and your thoughts over to him so that when those thoughts of depression creep in, 
or the thoughts of despair or the thoughts of guilt about, you know, you could have done this, you could have done that to save your child. When those start creeping in and the devil tries to tempt you there away from the hope and the peace and the comfort of the Lord, you can turn those over to him as well. And you can say, you know, Lord, I know you don't work in condemnation and you don't tempt you correct and help me to rightly view my feelings of guilt about my child's death or help me to rightly view this pain I'm feeling in a, in a good God honoring grief rather than you know guilt and hope and depression and despair and so I, I think that's the importance of prayer or some of the importance of prayer is building that relationship with the Lord building your reliance on him and and building those habits that you'll come to him with the quote small things so that you can go to him with the big things as well man that's good and again like you said in the context of this podcast as a whole mm-hmm. that's huge um, because mm-hmm. and in the context of this series about leading and loving your wife and children well mm-hmm. then we again it falls on us to lead them well and so when you're dealing with the loss of a child like there's going to be as we talked about before a lot of stress and tension and challenges that come up with you physically with you mentally with you emotionally not only you but your wife and maybe your you know your children that are still with you and it's up to us to know how to respond to those in an appropriate manner and how do we do that well just like you said it's by drawing our strength from the lord Mm. and um, so yeah that's good stuff Mm. so the last thing I would say in this little section about making time with the Lord a priority is um, I don't want to come off and Gabe and I talked about this a little bit before the uh, podcast started here but I don't want to come off as like pharisaical or legalistic like you can't listen to sports podcasts or you can't quote waste time reading fiction books like because one, that's not true, and two, if it was true, I'd be the biggest hypocrite because I, Gabe and I talked about how I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, and I have one particular podcast that I, that's a three times a week podcast, and I listen to every single episode. I think they're on like episode 1100 of their podcast, which we'll get there one day, Gabe, like 2050 or something. Yeah. You'll be coming that's in right. here with a cane, and we'll be doing episode <laughs> 1000. And, well, you probably won't need a cane because you're a chiropractor, so you'll be like <laughs> yeah, flexing when you're like right. 85. Your back will be in perfect shape. That's the hope, bro. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I listen to that podcast religiously, to put it that way. Like, they come out at a particular time on Mondays or Wednesdays or when I have time. Like, I, I check my feed, see if I have that podcast, listen to it, and it's just my way of staying connected with my NBA fandom and all that. But I think what I would encourage you to do here is to when you have spare time when you when you have a moment in the car when you're running when you're working out whatever you're doing you don't have to listen to quote christian or uplifting uh book or podcast or music or whatever a sermon but i think i would counsel you to sprinkle a little bit in and to to give yourself a chance to be refreshed and renewed um i know in my past, you know, I, I listened to, uh, I listened to some crime podcasts like, I don't know, like four years ago, five years ago, and like they were cool, like they were interesting, 
but they are also like they really brought me down because they went into great detail about crimes and like the terrible things that people would do to each other and I guess starting out there was like this I guess this morbid curiosity that a lot of people have that it was like wow this is just a crazy story I can't believe this went this way but it quickly got like within a, a month or two of listening to the podcast like it just brought me down you know like mm. I'm dwelling on this murder or this abuse or you know like this just horrible things people do to their family or to their you know friends or just some random people so I think a good a good practice is to just you know when you listen to a sports podcast try to listen to something else and uh, something that like I say there's there's tons of sermons out there I just I specifically wanted to mention these and uh, point you to these resources if you're not aware of them but there's tons of podcasts out there there's the Bible Project podcast there's uh, if you want to read the Bible uh, through in a year there's the uh, Bible Recap podcast is a, a woman that I think is a, used to be a worship leader maybe she still is a worship leader but it's um, like it, there's a, a daily Bible reading on the U version Bible app and she kind of recaps it and I don't I don't want to vouch for her uh, orthodoxy not because I think she's unorthodox but just because I don't know a lot about her and I could say that for all these things um, but there's those resources available there's tons of books on Audible or your local library or whatever that are Christian books. Uh, personally, I steer away from like Joel Osteen, but that's its own episode. Uh, but there's also uh, apps. Sermon Audio is an app, and it is just what it sounds like. It's it's sermons, and again, like anything, you can find good sermons or bad sermons. So be aware of that. Uh, some of my favorite. Uh, resources come from the app Ligonier and Ligonier is I think it's L-I-G-O-N-I-E-R is a uh, a ministry from R.C. Sproul he died I think about five or ten years ago now but it's a um, it's a really good resource I really love the way R.C. Sproul teaches and there's some more practical things and there's a lot of theology in there as well so um just you know find that if you're interested and the last thing i was just telling gabe about before we started this podcast is there's uh, rts is reformed theological seminary i think it's a presbyterian seminary in charlotte i could be wrong if, if it's not the one in charlotte i'm apologizing to anyone that knows about reformed theological seminary but i just found last night actually that they have entire courses from seminary classes available on their app and it's like i think it's rts mobile you can go there. You can download the app for free. They've got New Testament, Old Testament, church history, systematic theology, practical theology, all these different things as sections. And then you go into each section, and they've got two to ten classes available. And then you go to each of those classes, and they have, like, 50 lectures. Like, it's an entire class that's been recorded for you. And obviously, you're not getting credit for seminary for doing that but it's just it's deeper thinking and I, I think to a certain extent we're all called to be theologians uh, not that we all have to be Martin Luther or Augustine or you know whatever write the next book that defends Christianity against uh, falsehood so just because we don't have to defend you know our faith against 
the whatever the Bill Nyes or the the people out there that are the leaders of the secular community, we do need to know what we believe and why we believe what we believe enough to be able to explain it to our kids if we have kids or to explain it to our friends if our friends ask like hey man why do you go to church all the time why don't you just sit at home and do your 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 yard work or go fishing or something on sunday like there's Mm -hmm. saying well i'm a christian so i go to church that's Mm -hmm. not like giving a defense for your faith like you need to say all the things we've said in this podcast you know i'm to submit to christ as my leader I've, you know, I've been called to spend time with him. I'm called to to be in communion and uh, community with other believers and to assemble with them weekly. You know, all these different reasons that if you don't ever think about Christian things outside of church on Sunday, you probably won't or you're less likely to know how to defend your faith. So, like I say, I don't want to come off as pharisaical or legalistic and say, like, if you're not listening to three podcasts, three Christian podcasts a week, or you're not reading a Christian book every month, or you're not listening to a sermon outside of church, then you're not a good Christian and you need to feel bad about yourself and your faith and all that. I just want to encourage you that, you know, spending some time outside of church on Sundays, building up your, your, theological knowledge and your your thoughts of the lord is not going to do anything but help so yeah and yeah. I'll, I'll add in a couple others that we mentioned earlier in the show was the i'll say all that to say this podcast great interviews on there except for the first one because that's uh, yours truly here don't listen to that one it's probably said a bunch of wrong stuff it's pretty good i listened to it but um it's okay yeah, yeah. The, and the dude that I couldn't remember his name that wrote the book mm. I mentioned, his name was Nate Bramson. Mm. And great. Check that out for sure. And then um, also our church has, uh, our pastor has mm. a little podcast there where they basically just put up all his sermons. Mm. And it's called Living Worthy Ministries. His name's DJ Horton. And so, you know, we love the way that he takes the word and just goes through books of the Bible just verse by verse, which is a great thing i think to understand the bible and that's a way that we would encourage you to to spend your time in the word as as we talked about earlier in the show that you know it's yes is there something to be said about just opening up the bible and just be like okay i'm gonna randomly open up the bible and read this passage today and write about it yeah but it's maybe better to say okay i'm gonna take the book of matthew and i'm gonna walk through matthew verse by verse and however long it takes me to get through that then it just takes me because you know you might you might read 10 verses but man that verse number one spoke to you so much that you spend your whole time writing on that and you're like well man i don't want to gloss over what was said in verse two because it also so maybe tomorrow i'm gonna read these again and go over verse number two you know so um so yeah check out those as well and it's all about you put in what you put in is what you're gonna get out Mm -hmm. you know no different than the computer Right, you put in good code, you get out good programs. You put in bad code, you get out bad programs. Um, you put in bad food, you're gonna be fat and no no energy. You know, you put in good food, you're gonna have more energy and you're gonna be better looking and in better shape. Uh, and so that's the way it goes with our spiritual life too. Mm. Principles are principles. You know, like my dad always said, principles don't change, only technique and application do. Mm. And that certainly applies to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good. Um, we've got a lot more here. 
the next thing we're going to tease here uh, in episode 40, which I think is cool that we made it to episode 40. I think we've we've celebrated the small wins here. And what I don't remember what you said at one point that like research shows that most podcasts get to like six episodes before they fold. So uh, I think props to you, Gabe, for uh, carrying us through on the technical side, uh, getting this microphone and stuff together and uh you know just being willing to do this with me i'm enjoying it i hope you guys whoever's listening out there in the void of podcast world um is enjoying it i know we've got a couple of listeners from canada and we're here in the american south so shout out to whoever you are in canada (laughs) i think that's that's cool that you found us uh reach out to us on on facebook instagram or twitter um i'm this is Will talking. I'm not like the most technologically savvy or social media savvy person. So sometimes for whatever reason, it doesn't show me messages until like two or three days or a week until after we've gotten them. And I don't really know why that is. It concerns me because I'm like, man, I'm, I hope this person wasn't in crisis so they needed a conversation and I missed it. So if that's the case, I apologize. We, uh, we respond to every comment, question, message anything that we get so uh if you are you are the people or person listening in canada reach out to us let us know who you are how'd you hear about us uh if you're listening to us anywhere else reach out to us i think we're still a little ways away from that maybe six months or so depending on how often we can get together but i think for episode 50 we'll do something cool we'll do another fun podcast or something like that we'll do a little celebration to get to get uh some time in there at episode 50 but uh, yeah thank you guys for sticking with us i think episode 40 we will pick up uh, making time with your family your second priority we talked about how your first priority should be making time with god and spending time on his word today so we will talk about how your family is your second priority and that begins with your wife thank you for joining us today guys make sure you follow lost boys to found fathers on facebook instagram and twitter you can check out gabe's book Gabe's books, excuse me, on Amazon. Uh, You have the latest one, Every Little Thing, Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace, and the older book that's still great. I recommend it. I've read it. I like it. I put little sticky notes all over it because there was a lot of things that spoke to me and to my my wife's experience with our son, Gabriel. You can also find that one on Amazon. It's Thy Will Be Done, question mark. And you can probably search those by looking for Gabe O'Sullivan or Gabriel O'Sullivan on Amazon as well. So I hope you check those out uh, and pick them up and send them to a friend. Remember, guys, let's not be lost. Let's be found in him.